Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. Ten years and still going strong. Everybody's a suspect! You're listening to Rabbit and Red. Robert Shaw was a tough motherfucker. Right. They don't make that alias. He wanted to punch Richard Dreyfus on the set he couldn't stand because he's a pussy. Fuck you. God damn you. Welcome to Rabbit and Red Radio. And I know that you like Jason Takes Manhattan, but my question to you is why? Okay, hey, pal. Okay, <laughs> you're gonna tell me Halloween. You know what makes me mad about you, Mike? I'm gonna What's tell that? you one day. Yeah, you know what makes me mad? The Halloween Six. Halloween effing yeah. Six is your favorite movie. It but certainly you is. Jason Party, but you think Jason Party sucks? Yeah. Are you joking? Jason belongs in hell. I'm gonna see he gets there. We have such sights to show you. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. And welcome back to Rabbit of Red Radio. You're saying people weren't clicking on and listening to my show to hear me talk? They just wanted to hear them? What fucking assholes, man? I know. And I'm, gu- <laughs> I'm guilty of that, too, because I'll click on it and I'll be like, Ooh, Ted, fucking Ted Rigby's on this show. The blackest eyes. Welcome to Rabbit and Red Radio. The devil's eyes. This is a huge honor for me. Uh-oh, too much pressure. <laughs> I'm gonna disappoint you now. I've been blown up! Take it to the hospital! I'm sure that shit is what we can do. Welcome to Rabbit and Red Radio. And now, here's your hosts, Michael J. and Cody Robinson. Alright. <clears throat> and it's Tuesday night. Yet again, Cody. How are we doing, sir? Oh, goodbye, Ruby Tuesdays. Oh, I like that last one. I don't think we have any around up here. It's a shame. Um, what was it? Uh, I know you meant the song probably, though, but uh, yeah. Um, let me put my headphone down over both ears so I can hear you. Um, now, we are running late tonight. Oh, I can hear you now. That helped. Well, you Wonderful. put your headphone over your ears, and now I can hear you. Really? How does that work? How I, did you fuck this up, Mike? I, I don't know. I'm fucking everything up <laughs> these days. Um, well, we're running late, as usual. Um, but this time it is not my fault. Um, on time. Well, yeah. Well, because my mom decided she... The rabbit and red on time. Right. <laughs> my, my mom decided she wanted to watch Big Shots. And I told her, you know, that Disney Plus series with John Stamos as the uh, basketball coach. Um... And I told her, I said, you know, sure. I said, we're starting at 8.30. I 
I said, so I really, this is, this episode's like 40 some minutes. I said, I don't really have time. And she starts like, I wanted to watch the show. I wanted to watch it. I said, all right, fine, we'll watch it. So I put it on and I sat there and I watched it. And that's why I'm late now. Because then by the time I get done with that, I'm running upstairs to get everything situated and all booted up. And, uh, yeah, so, I'm blaming the mother for the lateness. You heard it here, folks. Mike's cured. He was running. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, I did, I did bang my shin on the, uh, steps, and they're not carpet, it's hardwood. So that did kind of hurt coming up the steps a little bit. I'll probably bruise later, that'll be fun. Let me get you one of those electric chairs, Mike. You know, like in Gremlins. Yes, like a chairlift. Miss like Deagle, yeah. Had. Yes. Please, yeah. let's do that. How about that? Yeah, a chairlift. Yes, exactly. A chairlift. Um, that, that, hey, hey. This is the reason. This Here we go. Now, we finally have the reason to do a Rabbit and Red Patreon. Yes. I mean, nobody's going to pay to listen to the show, but no. let's start a Rabbit and Red Patreon to... Fund Michael J's chairlift. Yes, I think that's a brilliant idea. But um, and the uh, the top, the highest tier on it mm-hmm. is that whoever whoever pays for the highest tier gets to push the button that puts it in overdrive, and old lady deagles you right out the window with it. Yes, and you know what? The, well, here here's the best thing. Now in the house here, if you go up the steps, okay. There's not a window at the end of the hallway. Like what it is is, is you go up the steps. Now here you have um, my office, I call it, which is where I am now with the computer or studio or whatever you want to call it. So you got this room, then you got my room, my bedroom, which I never sleep in, but it's still my bedroom. Then you have a bathroom, then you have the other bedroom, then you have a fucking closet door that's at the end of the fucking hallway. So you can fucking whip me up these steps. And it's only, I mean, it's not a lot of steps. It's only like three steps because it's a split level. So it's like three steps. You just fucking whip me up those steps right into that fucking door. Give me a concussion. I like that idea. Let's do that. We could even put like a bullseye on the door. Yes. Yes. Or, or a white, uh, white chalk outline of... Uh... Of your body going through, you know, all wild E. Coyote style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Whoever hits the bullseye with Even better. Me, we'll, 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 uh, we'll uh, put a big picture of a tunnel. A big picture of a tunnel on it. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's even better. And then maybe we could have it so, you know, you draw on it and a train comes through. Just like it would on the cartoons. And then hit me for real. Yes. I'm all for it. I think that's going to take quite a few of your special gummies, Mike. Special gummies. Oh, speak. Oh, shit. Now, this is the best. This is the best. This is the best. So, um, I don't know if I mentioned it to the the listeners before, but I know you know that my mother has um, shingles. So, she had, um, she's on this medicine now that's like, it, it helps with the nerve pain. Like, it kind of re, it, it kind of like reinterprets. Sure how your brain processes, like, nerve pain or something like that. But she asked me, like, she wanted to do CBD oil. And I was like, well, I said, CBD oil can be good 
maybe. I'm like, but you got to remember, I said, you, you do have, you know, a stash of gummies that was left here for you before. And she's like, well, I don't know if I want the real thing. She's like, what, what if, what if I get like drug tested? I'm like, when the fuck are you going to work again? It's not happening. So what are you worrying about? Who's going to drug test you? Nobody. Nobody at all. So, um, so I said, okay. So I gave her fucking one of the gummies and she sat there and I told her at first, I said, okay, it's like, she just wanted to chew it. I said, don't chew it. I said, just suck on it and let it dissolve in your mouth. She didn't like the texture too much. So she spit it out. Now I don't approve of that because she spit out what I like to call a green one or a greenie. Now the green ones are the good ones, okay? Because they make you feel really, really good. So, Mike, I swear to Christ, I'm quitting the show if you tell me you picked up that gummy and ate it. No, I, no, God, no, I'm not that sick. No, 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 not at all. Oh, thank God, not at all. So then I decide to give her. Okay, so then like maybe about a half hour later. She still has, like, the severe pain. So she's like, you know, she's like, maybe I'll try another one. But don't give me a whole one. Give me a half of one. So I went and I got, like, a little, like, plastic knife. And I, like, chopped it. I mean, they're not that big to begin with, but I chopped it. So I gave her a red one. And that she ate. And she was maybe, like, whining, crying for maybe about... 45 minutes but then finally I guess it hit because she started fucking laughing hysterically for about a half hour straight like she literally just would not stop laughing it can have that effect Mike and and yeah but that was like the best 45 minutes of my day right there was her just laughing like literally just laughing that's that's all she did. I mean, she just laughed. It was... Wow. And she asked for it maybe two times since then. She's asked for it, and she calls it... Um, um, she says that she wants the pot. I said, um... Okay. <laughs> And she's all like, when she talks to people about Well, in it, case everyone hasn't guessed it already, tonight's theme for the <laughs> Reb and Red is Hallmark movies. Hallmark movies. Yes, she does like to watch Hallmark movies. Like, she'll watch the fucking Hallmark channel on Sundays sometimes. For like the entire day. It's insane. Drives me nuts really does I have a feeling there's a lag in our in our communication somewhere do you get that feeling I do you do I'm wondering um, I'm having a feeling that it might be on my I'm end I'm hearing you pretty quick though after I talk yeah well that that's what I'm wondering I don't know if because there were times when I see you speaking and you're speaking like your mouth is moving, but I don't hear words. Like I see you. You know what? Here's, here's what I'm going to suggest. Let's turn off the video 
for a second and see if that helps. Okay. And then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go from there. But I'll, okay. Did I turn mine off? Did I turn mine off or can you still see me? You can probably still see me. Hold on. I can still see you. Okay, I think I turned it off now. That's right. so much better. Yeah, you know what? I can hear you now, like right away. There is no lag. Wonderful. I guess we We're can't. almost like a real show. Yeah, I mean, I guess we can't do video. Holy shit. Well, um, we do have somebody calling in in a few minutes. Maybe we will um, take a break real quick. Ooh, who could it be? I know. I the saw, president well, of the Hallmark Channel? I mean, you never know. Uh, oh, shit. You know what? I'll have to talk about the, the sponsorship thing that I figured out um, for the show um, during the third segment. And uh, tell you how um, we may be able to make some sort of money um, doing this show. And people still won't have to pay for it. But uh, we'll get into that a little later. We're going to go to a song right now. And then after that, hopefully our guest will arrive. Let me just find out where the hell we are. Okay. I'm going to play this and... We will be back in a few minutes. Sit tight, guys. Ah, fuck. Why did that do that? There we go.
There was a little choppy internet there. That's uh, my fault. I found out. Fucking internet. Of course okay. it's your fault. And here, I hey, believe, good is our guest. So let me uh, bring him on. Oh, uh, okay, I think I have you. Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? Not too much. This is um, Matt Humphreys, the lead singer of the group <laughs> Dirt Nap, who you just heard. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you, man. Um, really, I saw your post in the group yesterday. Like You put um, two or three of your covers in there. And I was like, wow. And then I looked on YouTube and I saw, you know, that you had the original tracks as well. And I'm like, wow, holy shit. These guys are uh, are actually pretty good. I really enjoyed it. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, we, uh, we've been around for, I think, maybe six or seven years now jamming and, uh, we got a couple albums out right now as well as too many covers probably <laughs> but no uh, such thing sir yeah. no such thing no not at all <laughs> no such thing yeah i mean we we you know we kind of cover we all kind of vote on stuff and figure out what we want to cover or you know kind of whatever we think will sound best and we do a lot of like stone temple pilot covers and Nirvana and you know we try and do you know do some different stuff like we did a Nine Inch Nails cover and um, we just smashing pumpkins and things but yeah we uh you know mostly want to be known for like our original music but uh I think it's a lot easier to get new listeners in um when you you know play songs they're familiar with sure yeah no definitely definitely it is so uh how did it all come about like when you um like what uh i don't know was there like a certain moment where you said you know this is what i want to do like um you know like what musically um yes yeah um you know i think like i was always always into music as a teenager especially growing up and uh i always kind of i didn't really i don't really have any musicians like directly i have my my cousins were always in a band like i have older cousins like they're about 10 years older than me or so so they always were like the, the music that i liked when i was like a little too young so i remember in the my aunt's basement thought they sounded like so good you know it was just the coolest thing and uh you know i used to play cds you know i i like a lot of different Seether, you know, Nirvana and Stone Temple Pilots, Marilyn Manson, all sorts of stuff growing up. And I would just blast my stereo whenever I'd come home from school and I'd, you know, sing along and stuff. And, uh, you know, people would tell me like I was, I was, you know, not too bad. I didn't believe anybody because, you know, they were all, you know, family, like my mom and, you know, my friends and stuff over. So, but, uh, my cousins made me, uh, step up and do some songs one time and uh in the in the basement do some covers and you know everybody was really impressed and that kind of gave me that 
that vote of confidence that, you know, hey, you know, if they think I can, you know, I can do this, I'm not bad, maybe I'll, you know, I'll start, you know, doing this. And, uh, you know, I started like my first band. It, I was, it was, I was a late bloomer kind of like, I was like 18 when I had finally got like my first actual like group together, you know, started writing my own songs. But, um, I was always kind of creative growing up though. I just, uh, I wanted to write like books and <laughs> different stuff like that, you know, um, I wanted to be a pro wrestler at one point, you know, all sorts of different things when you're a kid. And I kind of, you know, I, I found this thing with music and singing and, you know, I used to come home and I'd love hearing, you know, my favorite bands where they'd sing and, you know, it'd get you through a really bad day, you know, and, uh, it was just something about singing your heart out, you know, yelling, whatever, just, you know, to your songs, you know, you heard head banging, moshing out in your room, you know, like an idiot. I, uh, you know, I did that most of my, uh, teenage years, you know, good day or bad day music which is kind of different music on different days with however i was feeling but uh i i remember like feeling like when i'd hear certain songs like you know it was exactly what i was feeling and it was like oh you know somebody else feels this way and you know i when i started you know playing music i, I wanted to be able to do that too um you know so i really try to you know when i write stuff it's I, you know, I kind of, I don't know. I write about what I see and kind of feel and whatever. And it's, you know, I hope that, uh, I can, you know, somebody will sing that and it'll help them get through a bad day or something, I guess. And when you're playing that live, you know, it's, it's, it's a great feeling and people, you know, get into it when they feel what you're doing and putting out there and it clicks, you know, Cause, you know, certain people they get it or don't you know if they like it what they hear though and you get that energy and you know it's it's really really a magical which i miss that uh it's been way too long since you know we got to play some shows and everything but um you know i uh this last band really you know dirt naps my uh that's I've, I've learned probably the most in this, you know, this band, um, just in, in, you know, just myself in the last six, seven years. But cause I, like I said, I, I didn't grow up really around a whole lot of music. I never did, you know, any band classes or anything. I did no idea about any of that stuff. So I've slowly been learning, you know, harmonies and different things. And my bandmates are really, really bunch of, uh, talented you know, musicians that have, uh, you know, really brought me along the way, kind of helped me step up my game, you know, Sebastian will whip us in track, you know, with a, with a click, we'll practice to a click track, you know, and got me, you know, working on all the things, you know, just so we gel better as a band, you know, after you've been jamming a while, you, know, you got to have that chemistry too. So, you know, oh, and you guys know, certainly I'm doing have that. Oh yeah, I you know I, uh, I I I wanted Sag our drummer actually like I, he was uh, somebody like I used to uh, I used to like carry his drums and kind of help roadie for him in between bands and stuff of mine and uh, I he was in this band Silo that was really good and uh, like I bought a, a really crappy drum set and put it in my kitchen 
um, I got rid of my kitchen table and chairs and stuff because I never sit and eat in there. So <laughs> I was like, it's just taking up all this space. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a drum set. I got it off my cousin for like a steal. So I attempted to learn drums, which you know, not really that good at. I could do some really simple, you know, ACDC kind of rock stuff in my prime, maybe. <laughs> but it's cool for songwriting and stuff like that. So I can kind of get my points across, and you know. Um, kind of the same thing with guitar and stuff but i don't really know what i'm doing that <laughs> that well but i bought the drum set mainly to uh get my drummer sad to come jam he's uh he'd have his lunch breaks and stuff he'd come over and hang out and on uh all of his like w- lunch breaks and i was always trying to get him to jam because i wanted to start a band and he uh i finally i was like oh you know just too much effort to bring a kid o- over up the stairs and everything and you know every time on break or whatever he didn't have a spare kid at the time so i was like i bought this kid and was like come jam and i didn't have a pa or anything i uh had this parking cone that a friend gave me that i ended up using as like a microphone megaphone kind of thing called it the <laughs> mega cone <That's> awesome. <laughs> plus i'm loud so it kind of like helped help me be heard over the drums and i had one of my hey. friends was over jamming on guitar that, that's how more punk rock than anything <laughs> right yeah see and yeah that's why that's why i got to enjoy the battles like that that drum was such a a very good investment and uh started jamming out he's like you know that couldn't believe how loud i was was the first thing and uh but um i i see i didn't know how good he was even until I, then i saw his band like shortly after that and uh, i saw silo play and i was just like wow like cause he was you know really doing some crazy stuff in that and it wasn't too long after that that he was interested. You know, we were going to do Dirt Nap. And uh, Sebastian, I was in a band with him before that and for a few years. But uh, we didn't really, like, he wasn't there that much in between work, the schedules, which the bands were kind of crazy. So him and I never really jammed together, like, one-on-one and got, like, to write for, the, like, the longest time. So it was, like, 2014 right around the time we were getting sad, like Sebastian and I started writing stuff together more and hanging out. And he's, uh, in the last like seven years, that's when I've he's taught me all my harmonies and keeps us all in line with the, the metronome and make sure none of our notes are flat or anything. <laughs> he's learning to sing, like as kind of teaching me like the stuff and learning to sing and he got pretty good too. So I think that's uh, my favorite thing probably about dirt nap is just, um, the harmonies. I, uh, I think we need more harmonies. <laughs> yeah. They definitely stand out. And, and from what have you guys songs I've listened to? Another thing that definitely stands out are the kick-ass guitar riffs. Mm-hmm. I, I can't yes. really place, I can't really place you guys music. Cause ha- you know, Part of the time I'm right. thinking, you know, early 2000s alternative rock, and then then they hit one of those guitar riffs, and I'm thinking, okay, this is this this is the 80s hairband stuff <laughs> I grew up on that I love. Right, right. See, and that's um, I I like to I don't know, I to call it mechanical grunge sometimes, but uh, our uh, like Sebastian's really into a lot of the 80s hair metal, and like Randy Rhodes is one of his biggest influences. All along with children of Odom. Um, so a lot of, I think you hear a lot of that in the guitar playing. 
a lot of that influence comes out. His tone especially reminds me of Children of Bodom. And then anything I do, a lot of people tell me kind of sounds grungy. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, you know, kind of kind of doing whatever. We've been expanding. I like I like Linkin Park and some different 2000s new metal and things and some of the little rap parts and things. Um, and, you know, I... I I love the the solos. I think uh, like I'm the, my favorite guitar solo is probably in either in No Place Like Home or uh, Keep Them Happy. But uh, there's uh, those are pretty tame. I know there's some some pretty crazy ones in there. Um, and I you know I had no idea like he could do that <laughs> before like Dirt Nap. But uh, yeah, I. Uh, I, and Tyler too. He um, was like he's the new was the newer addition to the band because uh, Sebastian's brother was our bassist for a little while. Well, for for a good year year and a half, he played uh, his handful of first shows ever with us and stuff. And he just uh, it didn't work out schedule wise with him. And you know how it is having siblings in a band sometimes. So he just didn't want to do it anymore. And uh, Tyler was uh, someone who went to high school with Sebastian. So they knew each other already, and he was able to. He's a really good bassist. He was able to learn everything, you know. And uh, I think it's just his first like band. So I think maybe he played his first show with us too. I'm not sure, but uh, we, uh, you know, we kind of just combine all of our influences. You know, he's into uh, breaking. Tyler's into like breaking Benjamin and Three Days Grace. You know, a lot of that kind of. Um, newer, like 2000s kind of, you know, I don't know if it's really not alternative rock metal, I guess, <laughs> something like that. But, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I, I like all sorts of stuff. So, I'm, well, I think it really but, shows in you guys' music. I mean, you, you can really hear that variety in right. there. It's, it, well, it's kind of like a, a variety show of music. It, and I think that's, that's the biggest appeal to it. You know, there's a little bit of something for everybody. Right. See, I like, we've been told, uh, you know, like not every song like sounds like the same, you know, like it's different moods, different vibes. Like I kind of like, you know, the the CD, you know, everything to take you on a roller coaster ride of emotions, you know, and, uh, you know, certain songs you'll like certain days. That's kind of how it is with, you know, with me, with anything really. Um, you know, so we're, uh, we're currently working on some new stuff too. So we're, uh, I'm not sure when that'll all be out. We, uh, really only got to do like one couple shows. Maybe we, uh, as far as when our last CD came out, it was right, you know, before uh, COVID and everything hit. So we had all these big plans, you know, we we're going to got new shirts and all this stuff new seat you know new cds out you spent a long time working on all that and we had our like album release party and stuff and then as soon as that happened like before you know we could get a saint patrick's day gig or anything going it was everything stopped so we uh we're looking forward to actually playing those songs more because we really didn't get to play them live too much so but we're working on some new stuff as well so we, uh, well, hopefully, hopefully know. things are gonna keep moving back towards some semblance of normalism. Normal, uh, right? I'm, 
I'm hoping so. I, uh, I was just starting to kind of come out of my shell and get comfortable. I was, uh, gonna, you know, I was, I bought tickets to go to WrestleMania and everything <laughs> right. You know, last year. And, oh uh, man, I, I, I had tickets. You talking about that? Going the big, uh, I miss going out to concerts and, like I said, sporting events right. and whatnot. I, I had tickets to uh, uh, Motley Crue, Def Leppard, and Joan Jett uh, oh. at uh, Bush Stadium. And that, oh, man. <laughs> you talking oh, about disappointed. Yeah, that, that sucks. Yeah, I... And, and I, wanted, I didn't think it would last that long at first. And, uh, you know, I had... I'd gone to like a horror comic con kind of thing that was like really fun. I had a little trip out to Chicago with uh, one of my my current bandmates too. So I'm actually doing a few projects now, but uh, I um I went out to Chicago and uh, that was just so cool. I just started getting you know used to staying in hotel rooms and going to you know all these different conventions and things and went to a couple wrestling shows, won free tickets for a few nights my friend did so we went up there and you know seeing the pyro and everything it was cool and you know i miss going out to shows and i uh i'm hope hopefully this you know this summer things are starting to look a little better and so we're looking into doing some shows soon i we're hope maybe uh i know something out at west side bowl possibly in june we're hoping but uh you know, just between you and me. <laughs> nah, but uh, uh, we're, we'll see what happens, you know. But uh, Speaking of which, where are you guys uh, based out of? Um, we practice um, out in Huntsburg, actually. Uh, that's where our, our Sebastian, our guitarist, is from. And then uh, Tyler, I think he's out kind of like Middlefield, Huntsburg area. So, you know, kind of Amish country. And uh, Sag actually is out that way, too. I'm probably the the closer to you guys than anybody. I'm uh like I live in Parkman, so kind of like well, close to the ledges and stuff. I assume so. you mean I assume you mean close to Mike, uh, Pennsylvania, right? Um, I'm about an hour from PA, but uh, I grew up out there partially. My sister still lives out there, and uh, I I lived out there for about eight years, so I've got a uh, quite a bit of family out there, so. Some good cool. friends still. I don't see that often, but yeah, I uh, yeah, I, I've spent some time out. In yeah, I'd love to. I don't think I've ever played a show out there, though. I'm not sure, but yeah, we're hoping to. Uh, I'd like to, you know, go to Dayton and Cincinnati, Columbus, kind of do some at least some weekend warrior, you know, kind of tours at first. Everybody's kind of busy. Schedule wise, right now, you know, work. Sebastian, I think he works about five, six days a week at the moment, but he's just been saving up money and everything. So, at some point here, we got a got a cool van. Fits up, you know, a lot of gear and stuff. Our uh, our dr it's actually in the shop right now because uh, our drummer got he got like hit by someone this week. He's okay. Him and his uh, son uh, were in the van and. Uh, he has a, a a baby boy. He's about a year, year and a half old now. I want to say I'm horrible with that, but uh, he didn't even wake up. He was just sleeping. So I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> didn't even didn't even notice. So, but uh, we'll, ha we'll have the fan going soon enough again. So wasn't wasn't too bad. But uh, 
yeah, thankfully everybody's okay. That was the kind of week it's been. So, but uh, looking forward to, to jamming again. Got to practice this coming weekend, and we got a another podcast coming up, and I think next Thursday, and so we're just uh, patiently waiting to get back on stage and play some shows and release some new music. We get, I know we got people asking us when we're going to release new music, so you know, in time, soon, <laughs> soon enough. So, so you guys have uh, two albums out now. Yeah, yeah, we have a self-titled album out, and then um, the most Nirvana was our last one. We just released last uh, February, so um, right before the world got crazy or crazier. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we um, that was that's uh, that's my favorite album of ours for sure. Um, we uh, yeah, I've, I've, I uh, I've listened to about half of it so far. And- Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I'm impressed, man. I am. And uh, where where can people find your albums? Um, we're on. We have uh, you know, physical copies actually. We have which we pretty much just ship to people. Um, you know, shipping and stuff. It's usually like seven bucks to ship, but we uh, you know, we get we get, we sign them or whatever. They're wrapped if people don't want them opened, but or you can just get you know, if in this if people want to get it online. Because uh, we don't, we can't really ship. Like we haven't figured out a good way to ship out of, you know, out of the U.S. yet. So we can, we can pretty much ship CDs to anybody in like the continental U.S. But uh, if not, you can always. Uh, we're on like iTunes and Spotify and all sorts of all, pretty much all of those, with the exception. Cool. Well, of, got got any LPs know. yet? Um, well, I mean, we, we just kind of got our two like full length, you know, kind of home the demo kind of thing. So, um, we're going to have an, we're, we would like to do an EP in the future, you know, something kind of like a cross between sap and jar of flies or something that just kind of has some softer songs, I guess. But we're also, we're writing a lot of like rock songs too. So we'll probably save those for the full length, but. Cool. Yeah, I'm. We're just uh, just re- we record everything pretty much ourselves right now. Like we had help from uh, a friend at a studio for the last one to like do drums better. So, but um, Sebastian's learned like does a lot of the stuff himself, and we've been just doing that for now. But uh, so far, I've been you know, pretty happy with how everything sounds. I. Uh, you know, some, some vocals and different things that like brought up and stuff. So maybe the next time around when we press the next, you know, hundred copies or whatever we end up doing, we'll, we'll have a remixed remastered version. <laughs> maybe, maybe for the, the three year anniversary or something. I don't know. Well, and, uh, We're where just, can people find you guys on social media? Um, we're on Facebook and, uh, gosh, I think that's pretty much it. Like YouTube's our other, we're trying to build up our YouTube channel right now. And, uh, I don't know, we, we, we've been talking about getting a Twitter something else going at some point. I, I, uh, took me forever to get Facebook. I still have like a Blackberry phone. So (laughs) that's why I called in tonight. I couldn't, uh, 
I couldn't Skype or anything, so. That's but, okay. Uh, nobody's on Skype anymore either. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, nobody's even on Facebook anymore. But <laughs> a little bit, but yeah, everything's constantly changing. I think TikTok's the, the new thing, or it was last month or something. Yeah, so if I got my cats or <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I don't keep up too much with uh, the trends of the times of what's going on. I still have a big box TV, as everyone calls them. So I like I don't even have like high definition or anything. So <laughs> seems like a lot of effort. Now you just I, broke Mike's heart. <laughs> I just wanted you to know that. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I uh, you know I had a, a newer. I had a newer TV, and it's just, I, you can't like leave them on that long, it seems. And I'm one of those people, I like, I like to sleep at night with some background noise on and stuff, so I think I just burn them out too quick. Mm-hmm. But I've had this TV that I'm using since, like, 2003, so, and uh, it's still working pretty good, knock on, you know, wood. But uh, my, Hey, it's probably going to be like VHS tapes, you know. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't give them away. I mean, people were throwing them in the dumpster, and now they're worth right. Bank. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. I saw some of the ones I used to have at like some of the horror conventions and stuff that I was. Just, I was like, "Damn it! Why did I? Why did I get rid of that? Why didn't I take better care of it?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, I uh, I, had, I, I, had, I had a VCR even up until probably like a year or two ago it kept eating all my tapes and stuff so I finally gave up on it <laughs> I uh I would uh so a little while ago I got a like a tape recorder like with a microphone and stuff it takes like cassette tapes to uh record music ideas and whatever and Hell, even I, cassette tapes I, made a comeback here a few years ago it would be you know I looked on the box and it said uh dust you know dust off old mixtapes for uh, nostalgic purposes or whatever, it's like, oh man, it makes me feel so old. Like, I uh, you're telling me, <laughs> yeah, well, I uh, I remember when CDs were a big deal, and like you know, you could get the cassettes because they were cheaper and everything, and it's like, oh, I really want the CD, but so I now people don't even get CDs hardly anymore. Like we we originally didn't even like bothered with physical cds but yeah man like physical media is going away and it's it's sad yeah it sucks i like i loved all the artwork and everything and i one i think you see i like i hate how it like everything you can find lyrics for like everything now like in that i don't know i miss growing up when you would listen to the like you'd have to listen to a song over and over again try to figure out what they were saying and you'd always get the lyrics wrong and like my own bandmates get <laughs> stuff wrong all the time like if I they don't know what they are it was hilarious I was just working on an idea I think it was yesterday uh, and um, with um, Sebastian and he, he was like misquoting the stuff I was saying or singing on the recordings you know and I, it was just funny because it's like I just like the, the pronunciations and things and most of the songs I always liked, you know, grew up, I never could understand what they were saying. But, so, like, you know, now you can just look the lyrics up for everything. And I don't know. I I, I miss that. That's uh, when we did our 
this most recent album because we used to do lyric videos for everything and uh i was like this last time i was like i don't want the lyrics up for the songs like at least not you know right now because i think uh like, I, I just don't want to hear what people, what they think, what they think they are. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I guess listen to, you know, a little more. And, you know, I miss that old, old school kind of where you have no idea what the songs are. I had the wrong lyrics, you know, for a decade probably of my favorite songs. Yeah, exactly. Like, what, what <laughs> you know? So, like, I really want to, you know, people, people used to do that in, like, my old band because we didn't have lyric videos or anything either. So, I, uh, you know, now we've had some people ask, like, oh, could you, what are the lyrics? Like, I really want to, you know, I, I can't understand them all. I really want to, you know, and so I've, I'm like a few people or whatever, you know, but I really, I just want people to listen to them more and try to figure them out, you know, <laughs> or I hopefully get them wrong, hear what they, the funny things they come up with that just make no sense or might be better than what I came up with. So, you know. Yeah, I, that, that's is, what I always used to love as a kid. Any, uh, you know, on the like the special edition cassette tapes and uh, and LPs that would have uh, all the lyrics to all the songs inside the cover. I'm like, why I don't like, they do I this like, with every album? Right, right. See, like I, I, I like that. Like I have, I had mixed feelings on that. I really liked it, but I. I don't know. I no. You were like, I okay, like my I version better. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I'd read some of those. Like, what? That's what, that's what they are. Like, like, oh, that's disappointing. Like, I, I thought, you know, they said this or whatever. I like um for Nevermind. Like Nirvana just had bits and pieces of like all their songs meshed up into like a paragraph. And you kind of had to, without the melody and stuff, it was hard to figure out. They were very, like, incomplete, kind of, in, um, like, just lyric form and rhyme schemes. It was, like, what, trying to figure out which song was which. And it kind of gave you, like, a little tease of the lyrics of each song. But for yeah. the most part, you yeah. didn't know most of the lyrics. You, you got the chorus, but most, fine. yeah, most of the rest was... Right. Right, you'd get like a good hook here, there, and you know, like that's what they're saying. Like I think that you know, but yeah, I I never knew. I I still sing a lot of the a lot of the wrong lyrics or some of that stuff. Like <laughs> you know, until till we like get serious and we're gonna try to cover something, and then usually that's when I learn the lyrics for the first time, the real lyrics. Like oh, well, this this is totally not what I had in my head at all. <laughs> I don't know Marilyn Manson I always really liked his lyrics growing up like I, I could understand him I guess I don't know Lyr like which I don't know Smashing Pumpkins like they were another one like I, can, I don't really know what he says in a lot of the songs or I didn't and but uh I just you know you get hooked into that melody and that's you know what it's all about so See, I, I, I can uh, appreciate 90s rock a lot more now than I could as a teenager, uh, as a teenager in the 90s. Really? I think I was so yeah. jaded from growing up in the 80s uh, that by the time I hit my teenage years in the 90s and the entire music scene had shifted, I, I was, I think, kind of bitter about it. 
because all <laughs> my my hair metal had went away, and right. uh, I wouldn't even give any new music really a chance. And now now you know I go back and a lot of it's pretty good stuff. You know, like you said, Marilyn Manson, right. a lot of them back then. See, and that's that's kind of how I feel now about like the late nineties or late two thousands. Like that's kind of when I was a kid. What I was hearing a lot of on the radio, you know, mid nineties. Some of it was good. I still some of it was better than some of the stuff now, but I don't know. I think uh, I don't know. I had a better appreciation for a lot of the stuff. Like, because I remember in 2000 or so when all those bands were coming out, I was like 12, maybe like just getting to be a teenager, and uh, I I was obsessed at that point with like the 90s, and uh, I would just remember thinking like, oh, all those music. Sure, sure. I, I feel you, man. I, I was the exact same way in the nineties. You know, yeah. I like, yeah. I like, I like the Lincoln parts, like first stuff when it was coming out. Like, it, you know, in two thousand, I was into Rage. It just released, I think, their last CD or whatever before they split. And there were some cool tunes, like you know, you'd hear some in Tony Hawk. But for the most part, I was just like, ah, eh, you know, I wish it was ten years ago, kind of thing. And uh, you know, that was better. And then now, as I, you know, as I look back on it. enough i find the older i get that like the more the further back my musical tastes go you know i, I listen yeah. probably to more stuff from the 60s and 70s now than i do 80s music on a regular basis I'm interested in the new stuff. 
new old bands like uh, I don't know if you've uh, heard Grey Days, but it was uh, Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park, one of his old bands, and they were like a very nineties like kind of vibe. No, I hadn't heard of it. Uh, no. had like dreadlocks or braids back then and it was it was really interesting i was watching it one video they were playing for like one person and like this was like 97 probably i had some really good songs and stuff and he's crazy because it was like three years later you know he was in like a park and you know they were they were rocking touring the world but uh yeah, well, yeah great days you should check them out i highly recommend that to everyone Hopefully, hopefully, well, that's what we're going to see happen for Dirt Nap here in a few years. You guys will be touring the world, because I, I, I certainly so. think you guys have got the talent. You've, you've got something special going. I don't know. I can't quite put my finger on what it is, but it's it's a great variety of music. And uh, everybody, check it out. Uh, you can find them on Facebook. Pick Absolutely. up their album. Mm-hmm. And, YouTube, uh, iTunes, Spotify. <laughs> yeah, they're stuff. easy to find. They're easy to find. But uh, man, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me. And uh, you guys get some new music out of there. Please let us know. We'd love to have you back on again. Absolutely, we'll have to set up a podcast, uh, but maybe a Skype thing with everybody pretty soon here. So we'll, sounds uh, great. We'll come now. Be in touch. Thank you for having me. Thank you. All right, Red and Red will be right back. Yeah. 
Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Bank of Clark County, member FDIC. Football is back, and BetMGM is inviting new customers to join the huddle and enjoy the action like never before. Sign up today using bonus code CHAMPION, and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. You'll also have instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, player props, and boosted odds specials. Just download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code CHAMPION and place your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. The Bet MGM app is the perfect way to experience the excitement of wagering on live sports now in more markets than ever. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. All right. And we are back now. We are uh, after that kicking track. I get it. To, I mean, yes. yes, we are back. Wow. Okay. Um. Let's see. Rob is okay. Rob is going to call. Wait. I think I have to add Rob. Wait. Where is? I have to find Rob. Where is Rob? Hold on. I don't think he's listening, so I don't think he can call. I have to get him. I'm here. Are you talking to me? Oh, oh, oh. Um, <laughs> oh. Ladies and gentlemen, Rob Mahoney of Mahoney's House of Horrors. Wait, is Rob here? No, he's not. <laughs> I didn't think he was. No, wait. Where is Rob? Hold on, I'm lost. Wait. <laughs> I'm lost. Where is... Wait. Oh, no, I think that was... Um. Oh, that was still... Um. That was still, um, Matt that was on the line, wasn't it? I think it was. I do have to ask him where to get those CDs, because I do actually want to get in a, uh... Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to pick a couple up. A CD, I think. I definitely, definitely, definitely want to do that. Where the hell is... Oh, here Rob is. Hold on. I think this is him, yeah. <clears throat> Wait. Father. No, there. That's it. Yeah, there we go. You said his name and speak of the devil. Yep. Are we live right now? Well, as live as we get. We are. Oh, okay. yeah. No, we are. Well, 
Yeah, we're live. It's, it's all who's listening at this point. Because I, I want to proclaim that I just got my COVID vaccine, and now the spam bots have found me. Are you, um, I, you know... I Co- didn't coincidence yeah, or not? You, yeah, but you're not like the other people. You don't have the, the, the shit on your profile picture that says... I've been oh, you mean, yeah, I like the, the little pen to say, yeah, look on. at me. Yeah, come on, Rob, you have to advertise it. Everybody <laughs> advertises it. Come on. Well, I I do have on my uh, storyline, I have a picture of uh, me at Gillette Stadium because I got my shot at uh, where the Patriots play. And uh, this, you can kind of see my pen from there, so. They let, oh. you take, they let you take pictures as part of, like, uh, getting the shot. It's like a reward. Hey, you get to p- take a picture uh, in front of the stadium. Fun little fact: COVID actually originated at Camp, Camp Crystal Lake Alumni. <laughs> really? Yes, it did. Yeah, the 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 fa- the the, uh, the father COVID. Oh, one of them. Did. I you know I knew that was yeah. gonna happen, man. I knew that was gonna. I knew that alumni group was a bad fucking group. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. You're all coming for us. You're going to kill us Hey, all. speaking of which, we're coming up on the anniversary, aren't we, Rob? Uh, yes, we are. I, I was uh, thinking about that the other day. I was like, man, uh, if, if we could only get like a whole like crew together of uh, people who went... Yeah, I think we were talking about the last show. What What is it? Is it May 15th? I think it's... Yeah, it's like first week or second week of May. I, uh, I, I had to look back, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it was... A, Around close to what you're saying, the 15th. I'm going to have to look that up. Because, yeah, we yeah. really need to do something for that. Yeah. About, about a year ago, I was actually going to do like a uh, a spoof of uh, Banana Laser uh, doing three, three, three different voices. Uh, me doing me, doing uh, Montgomery, and doing uh, Darnell. As as the new host of uh, the new Banana Laser, Darnell is he still around? Oh my! <laughs> because those were the three; those are the three they focused on their like anniversary show, like when they like were wrapping everything. And it's up. a shame nobody can listen to those shows anyplace now. That breaks my heart. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> it, it's time to talk to people and 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 tell people that you want them on Rabbit and Red. Um, because if you tell them, hopefully they'll give them to me to put on Rabbit and Red. We will work on that, Mike. Uh, well, I mean, uh, actually, um, Dave uh, contacted me yesterday and asked me if I'm still looking for shows for the network. And I said, yes, of course, I'm not going to say no, I'm, I'm not Bo Ransdale and... Uh, Legion podcast. I'm not just going to say no to content. Um, so he's supposed to get back to me. I had to like um, pitch him the network, and uh, uh, I don't know what show it is, but uh, he said they've been around and they just want to get more listens. So I guess stay tuned on that one. <laughs> well, we've always got that great pitch point that. Uh... Our show is always going to make their show look better, regardless of what the podcast is. <laughs> you know, and hold hold on a second, Cody. That's something else I want to say to you. During the interview, I noticed 
that you coughed or you cleared your throat or something and you did that off mic. You know, I get that you're trying to be professional. <laughs> yeah, see? That I just saw it again. Now see, it's great that you're trying to be professional. But just talk that right in on the fucking microphone. That's what I want, dude. That's what I want. We are real and raw here. We are not professional yes. by any stretch of the imagination. Not at all. Okay. Did there. you hear that? Yes. Open that up. Open that up. <laughs> Just right in. Feel back. And I didn't even need the sound. Well, I don't have the soundboard this this week. I didn't open it, so. Oh, so we're not going to get any introduction to the news then, right? Not at this juncture, unless I decide to open it during this this portion. But right. I don't know yet. My internet's decided well, to be flaky. There, see, Rob's doing it just fine. Well, okay. Anyway, that'll work. Thank you, Rob. But first order of business I want to get to is we now have a trailer for uh, Friday the 13th, Roseblood. Oh, yeah, don't get me started on this one, but you're going to get me started, what? so go ahead. I, I, well, yeah, I want I want you guys' opinions on it. I, uh, I, I kind of dug it. You know, it, it looks like a fan film, but yeah. it looks like it could be promising. Oh, yeah. Thoughts? Go ahead, Rob. You start. <laughs> Come on, Terry Kaiser. All right, so Terry Terry Kaiser's in this. Yes, he's back yeah, go ahead, from Rob, the dead, apparently. Yeah, you you start. Now, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you uh, go ahead, Mike. I, I want you to tell yeah. me what you think about Terry Kaiser being in this film. Oh Jesus Christ! Okay. All right. And then I'll have my rebuttal. Well, you made me watch the trailer because you posted it on the group page. So it's your fucking fault for posting it there because you made me watch it. So you made That's me hate shit, it. That's horseshit because I always tell you to watch movies, and I don't think you've watched one of them unless I we've done a video commentary of it. Right, but here's the thing. No, 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 well, no, I'll get to a movie that I watched fucking later because I actually did watch a movie this past week that was really interesting. But that's beside the point. Roseblood looks like a pile of, of rose shit. And I will tell you why it looks like rose shit. Number one, it, it's not. It's not at all. It's not at all what a Friday the 13th film is. It's losing what the classic Friday the 13th films were. As much as I fucking hate that first Never Hike Alone, I hate it so much that I didn't watch the second one yet. This oh, is man. just it, come on. They're not that bad, Mike. F- They're shot well. Uh, oh no, no, no! But this is what I'm we, saying. I'm not going to go into that because we in, in discussed those films to death. In comparison to Roseblood, though, fucking, I mean, in comparison to Roseblood, yes, Never Hike Alone is like the fucking Godfather. Hey, and I love the Godfather. Oh, Mike. At least we're getting new Friday Thirteenth content. But it's shit. you know we're getting but Jason in some form it's, that's it's, it's, better it's, it's, than it's, at least it has a little bit of a budget behind and, it. And and and, and Terry we know Kaiser, the guy that's playing Jason, and he's already played him in Friday Thirteenth Vengeance, so okay. we know he's 
yeah, pretty and, confident and, and, in the and, character. And he also didn't come on this show when he said he would. So there's another yeah. indie person that's bullshit. But uh, well, nobody I, uses I, Skype I, anymore, Mike. It doesn't matter. He wouldn't have zoomed with us anyway. <laughs> I digress, though. Terry Kaiser <laughs> took a fucking weed whacker to the gut. How can he be the fuck alive? And it, wait, I'm wait, so glad you asked. Wait, I'm if so he's glad a ghost, you asked. If he's a ghost, listen to me. He, if no, he's, he's, if, he is. He is a corpse. He is a corpse. And okay, the, he just has his two underlings that were below him. Right. Think okay. that they're going to get assassinated by these military okay. guys if right. which is which if is, he's dead because he said don't dumbest, he left a message saying don't don't the dumbest I don't even remember how I've fucking we get Bernie's when <laughs> what they said but listen, yeah that's what it is listen, they, somebody listen, needs listen, to do a parody of listen, that okay but listen if he's a fucking corpse he died in 1988 it is 2021. He would still look the same as he did in 1988, and he does not. He looks like an old, decrepit fucking man that's ready to die. Terry Kaiser, I don't know how old he is. He's over. He's, he's in his 70s. He is, yeah, at least. He's well in his 70s. Um, but hey, he took a weed eater to the gut. You know, that doesn't necessarily mean death. You know, may, maybe he's, he had. Maybe he had. He's the dead. reason he was such an angry he's, guy. He's you heard maybe he had a uh, inflamed gallbladder, and Jason just uh, that saved his life. He, he Jason cut that. He's dead. That in, inflamed, dead. infected, pussy, nasty gallbladder he's right dead. out of him. He's dead. He's he crawled. Dead. He crawled to the highway. He's Somebody spotted dead. him. Took him to the hospital. Got him stitched up. Good as new. Oh my god! You know what? You I just have? answered the. You just answered for me, by the way. <laughs> I, I, I want to have this 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 rose blood guy on. Oh god! I gave I, a Rob answer. Because I, <laughs> I want this rose blood guy on. What what is his name? Peter Anthony something. And I want to ask this dude, what the fuck were you smoking when you came no. up with this idea? Really. Really? I watched the interview really? he did. Him and Laura Park Lincoln did. Uh, oh shit, that was on a big podcast, like a real podcast, not like ours. Um, Laura Park. Uh, <laughs> yeah, how desperate is fucking Laura Park Lincoln to fucking do this shit? This shit show. I. Oh, she's getting paid. I'm sure. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, I guarantee that I don't know how much they got on their Indiegogo or Kickstarter, out. whatever they I'll did, but out. I guarantee that. I'll find out. Probably three quarters of it, at least, went to Laura Park Lincoln and Terry Geyser. Yeah, getting that, them that's award. That's, that's, and they that's, probably that's, still didn't get paid a whole lot. Probably not. Probably not. And that that that. That just, being uh, said, hey, I think it's cool. You know, neither. Well, Terry Kaiser, I'm sure, could still work. Uh, I mean, he's. He's a. I'm still waiting for weekend of Bernie's. He's probably mostly sake. retired, you know, and and they just pitched him the idea, and you know, he, he's probably just doing it for the fans mainly. Uh, Laura Park Lincoln, she hasn't worked a lot since the early '90s, so you know, like many '80s scream queens, she's you know with the resurgence 
of the popularity of the 80s she uh, and 80s horror uh she's getting some work now so you know more power to her if, if they want to go be in a fan film I when we're not I getting a vomit any sound fl- sound bite. i really do oh, <laughs> I'm so... uh, you want to know um, my answer come on help me out here rob help me out I saw my answer was exactly what you guys were talking about. Weekend and Bernie's is he playing Bernie now, or is is he playing Doctor Cruz again? He no, he's he's playing Doctor Cruz because I heard in the trailer they called him Doctor Cruz, and I heard that and I was ready to. Oof. Anybody that contributed to this, fan, I'm sorry, Rob, and if you contributed to this fan campaign, I'm sorry for saying no. this. Good, thank God you didn't. No, I uh, I I actually have. Uh, a little bit of dirt on this movie. Good. Uh, I hope oh. it doesn't. I hope it doesn't get made. Okay, continue. So, Father's got no, the I, dirt. Yes, I will. I will not name names because they asked me not to. But oh, there's been a lot of rumors about um, homophobe uh, in the set where they where they look down on people who are homosexuals. So, oh. and a couple of people have been relieved of the film. Because of their choice of of who they go out with, really. So my yes, my group, uh, the world of indie horror, we we do not promote that movie. Uh, like I said, it it wasn't just one person that came up. There was multiple sources. Oh. So and and the name you mentioned earlier, the PA, yes, uh, was one was one of the ones that. Uh, is involved. So. Oh, we're get. Oh, Cody, we have to fucking talk to this guy and slam him on the show, please. God, we have to do it. I need this but to is, happen. But is, but I'm I'm, I'm like working him? on. I'm working the Peter the Anthony. Guy somebody who's like directs you. it, writes it, or something. Yes, he know he knows basically. I don't know if he was involved, but he knows about it, and he never did anything. Well, Friday. Saturday. This was this. Man, hey, I want to hear. I want to hear his side of it, though. Because... Yeah, me too. And and but I I have stopped any promoting until I can find out more facts. Because if it isn't, if it is what it is, then that's not something. This I is the first I've heard of it. But I mean, I want to hear the other side of it because you know how that can go very easily. Somebody, somebody doesn't get the part they want, or. Gets rubbed oh, the wrong way. Terry I mean, no, there's no telling what 81 years old. I'm sorry. 81. I told you he was old. God yeah. damn. And as and going back to Lar Park Lincoln for a second, I uh, just want to throw out that Lar Park Lincoln is a breast of uh, breast cancer survivor. So uh, I, kudos for her I, to like yeah, cool, make I, a comeback. I enjoy her. I'm not gonna look. I I like Terry Kaiser and I like Lar Park Lincoln. I just think that the film itself looks like a huge. The, I, the idea of yeah, the idea of the film uh, bugs me. Um, not the fact that they're bringing back Doctor Cruz. The fact that they, it's like I, I don't know. It's like a re, to me. It sounds like almost like a rehash of Part Seven. It's like yeah, I'm it's, afraid it's it's going to be. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Rob. But uh, it seems like stunt casting almost. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're doing it to bring to make people watch the film, and it's like that's, that's stupid. And you know, as much I love, look, I love Jason X. I enjoy it very much. 
and it seems like they're throwing a little Jason X style stuff in there too. It's like it doesn't know what it wants to be. It has that I will agree with on. you on. My from the trailer, I will agree a hundred percent with that. I got the totally got a Jason yeah. X vibe from it with, within the army base thing, and I I I like Jason X, but I I don't want. It just seems out of place to me. Yeah. Now was it uh, was it Friday the Thirteenth Vengeance that uh, that brought like uh, families of characters back onto the set? Like the, yeah, the, the actual character. yeah, and they actually did have a cruise in that one. They did have a continuation of a a kid who was supposed to be the offspring of Doctor Cruz in that. I, I believe that, about was, that. Yeah. 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 I think you're right. So, I actually did. I actually like that idea. That the fact that they are carrying on the names and trying to figure out the uh, like how to stop Jason years later after their family couldn't do it. I I kind of like that idea. But this idea, I think it's. I think they're pulling at strings and they're really trying to for something that's not really there. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Rob. I appreciate that. It's it's good that I'm glad that you. I I mean I wish them luck. If 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 they can pull it off and they can get, you know, uh, a lot of people to really enjoy it, then kudos to them. But I let I'll me give tell it, you, I'll give, it a, I'll give it a try. Let's just say that that's where I'll yeah, end. Me too. I, I'm 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 totally on board to see what happens with it. I, you know, I will give it a chance. Uh, the main, the main thing besides the uh, cinematography that uh, and the lighting that really was a negative for me during uh, watching the trailer was just Jason in general. I mean, the the makeup rather uh, the the ah oh, shit, I can't even remember his name now. He blew us off. Why should I remember his name? Um, uh, Jason Brooks. Jason, yeah, Jason Brooks. Yes. Jason Brooks. Man, that trying to pull off that John Carl Bueller makeup on I didn't like the, I didn't like uh, on Jason a tiny him. budget. I mean, it looks like he's wearing a Halloween costume, yeah. a yeah. good Halloween costume, mind you. But I mean, I almost, if I was them, would have opted for another Jason. You know, you can still make it a a, a sequel to Part Seven, but you know. Change it up, cover him up. Uh, you know, <laughs> he, he, have him pull a Michael Myers and got a new, uh, got a new jumpsuit. You know, uh, fifty-two thousand get a new jumpsuit is what it made on Indiegogo. How much? Fifty-two thousand forty-six dollars. Four hundred twenty-six backers. It's it's no scream bloody murder, but. Well, I don't think anything can be scream bloody murder. Um, yes, uh, don't even get me started with that one. Cause that movie, Sean, I, we've it. all been we've all been expressing our discontent with it, but uh, especially getting blown off by uh, Sean, another whatever the fuck is. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go to but, I'm gonna look up his name too. Well it, it's gonna end up being. Him. It's gonna end up being a. Great fan film, I bet. Or it's not a fan film, it's an actual feature. Never mind. Yeah, uh, feature. But it will probably end up being great after us bashing it. Well, I mean, it's just... Uh, I, I just, I can't... I hate... Dude, I've been doing podcasting for fucking... We're going on 11 years now, um, next month, okay? So, I just... 
when I get blown off, it just rubs me the wrong way. I'm sorry, I just can't. It's it pisses me off to like no end. To no fucking end. Let's see. The fuck is his name? Uh, uh, Tony Moran also blow off. Fuck you. <laughs> Jason Brooks, no, it's before that. Sean Phillips, that's it. That fucker. Yeah. That fucker. <laughs> <you> f- <laughs> Oh my! Don't die, Cody. Don't worry. Um, oh, Rob, oh, Rob, no. and Cody do not necessarily agree with with my views on that people. But Sean Phillips, you motherfucker! I hope your film fucking tanks. <laughs> <laughs> Mike uncensored. <laughs> and I'm not editing it for fucking on demand. It's staying the fuck in there. I will fucking shout it from the rooftops. I swear to fucking Christ. I will climb on a roof and I will shout it. Michael J. going wild. <sighs> Mike, Michael, Michael J. Cli- climbing uh, the tower like uh, King Kong. Yeah, and I'll have Michael a fucking... J. Michael J. The producer's cut. Cody, can I borrow an, a fucking a, a fucking gun and I'll just climb to the fucking tower? There's Sean Phillips. There's Peter Anthony, whatever the fuck your name is. There's this one. There's that one. Don't forget Tony Moran. Yeah, there's fucking Tony Fucking send you to hell with your sister. No, I'm kidding. Your sister's nice. Oh, Mike, Mike, Mike. Come on, man. You know I don't have any guns. I lost them all whenever my boat flipped. And when I had all my my guns in the boat that I was in, and it flipped over in very deep, cold water, and I don't have any more guns. Damn it, wink, let me wink. go to the bottom of the fucking water and I'll go dig them out. I'll just get a scuba tank and I'll go scuba uh, diving. No, we'll just get a psychic. We'll just get a psychic like Laura Park Lincoln to resurrect them. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't have yeah. Peter Anthony, whatever his name is, fucking sorry, ready to bring I'm sorry. him in. I'm sorry. I'm, so- I'm sorry, Daddy. Yeah. Oh, that was Jennifer Banco, actually. That yeah. was. No, Daddy, no! Yeah, why the hell couldn't they get her for Roseblood? She's... I think they did like, get her. been doing it... Oh, did they? I think they Holy did. Holy shit. Dude, have you seen her, like, her Instagram? She's no. a she's a, she's a wild one. I'm sure she is. I'm sure she uh, is. She's like... She's, and she never stops smiling. Like, she has, like, one of those, like, like, clown masks that just continue to smile, and she just... Everybody is like... Oh my god, she's a, she's a fucking yeah, hard job. She's gonna kill us all. That's the problem. Yeah. I didn't mind her jazzercise video, though. You did a jazzercise video. Oh, she dumb. I'm gonna have to look that up later. Jazzercise? That's still a thing? Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Holy shit. I thought, I, thought, I thought everybody did it, like, at home now on their, like, uh, their uh, video games. I have to look that up later, that jazzercise video of her, yeah. Yeah, Michael J. After Dark. There we go. <laughs> this is a new show, new, new show idea. <sighs> Michael J. After Dark. Yeah, that's exactly right. This one could have a video component. For the ladies. So, uh, Rob, what's your um, 
What has happened with you that has given you, um, or, um, that has disgruntled you with the, um, the, the indie film community? Um, I do enjoy that you have this, this, this newfound hatred, and hopefully, um, you're gonna spit some, uh, vitriol about the, uh, well, community, please. Well, before I start, um, I just want to say there are some really good people in the horror community. Uh, a lot, uh, and that's what pisses me off is that the people who are not so nice overshadow them a lot. And I've been talking to a lot of the uh, the ones that have always had my back, and you know they've actually agreed with a lot of things that I've been saying lately. As far as it's it's like when once you once you contribute whatever your perk is, it's like they totally forget who you are. And, you know, with me having my, you know, my podcast now, and I know other people in the horror community who have like tirelessly promoted for these films and all they want is for you to do, do and do. But then all, once you ask one little thing of them, it's like, oh, well, you know, I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's what my posts lately have been is like, don't forget who puts your movie on the map. It's the people who promote your movies and the people who contribute to your movies because without them, there is no movie. There is none. It's, I mean, they, they can say that they have investors and they can say that they have people who will do it for free, but you know what? If they're going to do it for free, why do you have a, um, why do you have a, a Indiegogo page or a Kickstarter page? Why do you, why do you need all these extra perks to to pay people who are supposedly doing it for free? Right. Um, I don't. I don't buy that bullshit at all. I don't buy the fact that people are going to spend their time and their effort and their travel time to get no money in return. So that's why you start these Indiegogos so you can pay for the the sites. You can pay for the. Um, the, the sets, you can pay for your actors, you can pay for all everything that you need to pay for, and that's why you that's why you have an Indiegogo. And I've been really disgruntled because of the fact that I've, I've, I used to tirelessly promote, as anyone in the horror community can tell you, I used to be like top three promoter, easy. I've dropped out of the scene a little bit, and now I only promote for the people that I know are true. Um, and for the ones that I don't even know yet, I kind of fill them out a little bit. I kind of see like what they're about. Uh, I talk to people who are involved, see what see what kind of people these are. Because I don't just jump in like I used to. I used to jump in with like like no net, and now it, it's come back to burn me a lot of times. I have probably about ten movies mm-hmm. that were supposed to be were supposed to be on my uh, internet movie database, and ten of them are not there right now, and Five of those are about a year old now. So, including, I'll, I'll even throw out one name that's out there. 13 Fanboy. I, I promoted for that years ago. I was promised certain things, and a year later, I don't see anything. Yeah, she's, so, uh, I, I think that, um, uh, what's her name? Debbie Sue or whatever it is. Yeah, I think, I, I have yeah. a feeling that, that, uh, um, just, I mean, 13 Fanboy, there's obviously something with it. If there wasn't, she would have been updating people by now, at least. 
Now it's just yeah. it's like she disappeared. The, the, latest, the, the latest I heard mm-hmm. is August or September is supposed to be the release date. That's the, but that's with everything that if everything goes right. That's, that's all. I, I never hear like a this is what we're going for. If everything goes right, is always what I hear. So well, let me throw something from the other side of the fence there. Uh, you know, everything's been screwed up over the last year or so with COVID. So, I mean, you got to give them a little bit of uh, leeway for that, Rob. I mean, it, yeah. hopefully, you know, everything will come to fruition on that film. Because, I mean, it seemed like a really locked here's, down for sure thing. Yes. Here's the problem, though, Cody, is the fact that if you can't go, if you can't get it to the theater, you still can stream it like a lot of movies are starting to do now. A lot of movies have given up the fact that we're going to get this out. We're not we're going to get this out in a certain time. A lot of people have turned to streaming systems now to HBO Max to the, you know, all the other streaming services. And I feel like the longer you hold up, basically, you're just saying this is a cash cow for me. Because you could, you could probably make more money than get, getting into the theater. Yes, but a lot of people watch movies at home. A lot of people watch TV series at home now. They're through streaming services. So who's to say that if you don't? Because it is finished. I do know that. Okay, so the okay, yeah, yeah. So I, so I, I say, yeah, just put it out there for people. People don't want to wait for all these um, places to open for the. Cinemas open. Some places have already opened cinemas. Some places only have partial ca- capacity, but there are a lot of places that still haven't allowed. So why wait? Just get it out there. I think even Halloween Kills. I think that's even talking about going to streaming services. So they did if Halloween that. Kills is going to do, yeah, if they're going to go to it, why, it's, why is some? It's yeah. still slated for a theatrical yeah. release. But they ha- but there are talks about trying to get a streaming service going, and uh, chances are they'll probably do like HBO Max. You know, they'll do a dual release, and that's fine because I'll go see it in theaters and then I'll buy it. Yeah, me too. On the streaming thing, fuck you, people. I need, I need it now, and uh, I think it's going to be better than that other fucking. Ugh. Ugh. I just can't even say it anymore. But with with 13 Fanboy, though, what I'm thinking is, how much money does she expect for it to make that she's really, like, waiting for theaters? I mean, something like that? You shouldn't rely on just a fucking theatrical release. Fucking something like that is made for the fucking home market. Something like that, I don't think, would 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 flourish and succeed in a theatrical setting. I think you're just... You're you're just wasting money if you try to dump that in a theater. Put that on a digital platform for home release. Put out a Blu-ray. Do something like that. Fucking don't go to theaters with it. It's a fucking small-scale film. Why do you want to spend all that money to just, uh, you know, doesn't make sense to me. I think we lost Ron. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, it looks like... Yeah, I think we lost Rob. Well, maybe he'll come back. I don't know what the... uh... Wow. 
I still can't believe that Peter Anthony guy for... Uh, I almost want to reach out to him and see if he'll come on next week. Oh, here we go. Here's, oh, here's, no. here's Rob again. Should I try to get him on for next week? What do you think? That'd be interesting. Sorry. Sorry, a, a call came in and uh, brought me off here. Uh, I thought it was one of the um, one of the indie people that were listening in and they heard <laughs> us bad-mouthing them and they were just trying to uh, shut up the source. Oh, did I lose fucking Skype in general? I think I did. This fucking internet. Ah, uh, Really? Come on, man. Come on. Are you serious? <sighs> Skype just totally shut off. Cody, do I have you? Yeah, yeah, Rob was just there. What happened? Yeah, I don't know what the hell happened. I think Rob, uh... No, I want to... Okay. I want to add him to the call. Add. I'm going to try to add him, because Skype just booted me off. It's like, holy shit, they just... They're listening to me, too, I guess, and they just... Ah! Oh, right in my fucking ear. Oh! Ah! Shit. Oh, that was loud. Writing my writing yeah. Hope I'm not stroking out. Holy shit, that wouldn't be good. <clears throat> so do you think we should try to have that Peter Anthony guy on? I would love to fucking talk to him now and find out what his deal is. I'm very excited. Oh man. I, I don't wanna ask him about that oh, kind of stuff. I mean the bit the let's, movie, uh, yeah, I'm, um... Let's get controversial. You know, like I said, it, <laughs> I, I'll let you get controversial on that. Uh, you know I have no problem with being controversial. R.I.R. When it comes to that, if you... <laughs> I don't know, dude. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm fucking, I don't know. Oh, my ear. Are you back, Rob? I think you're back. No, he left again. Oh, no. what the hell? He was here. I saw him. Or something. He was on the corner of the screen. Now it says he's joining again. I see. Are you there, Rob? Ah, uh, the. Can you hear me? Ah! Ah! Shit! Uh -oh. Oh, I dropped him again. God damn my ear. And my Mike has a new handicap. Oh, my ear. Son of a bitch. Oh, did you see that? Oh my god, man. <sighs> Let's just have him on and do like a normal interview with him, and then if it if it turns dark, we'll let it go dark. Yeah, I'm not gonna ask uh, Peter Anthony or whatever the hell his name is about gay bashing on the set of the Friday Thirteenth fan if, film. What if 
What if I asked oh. him that question? There, Rob! There we go. There you go. Jesus Christ, you scared the shit out of me, Rob. Holy shit, my ear. <laughs> thought you were deader than Terry Kaiser. <laughs> Take a fucking weed whacker to the gut there, did you, boy? No, no, I think the indie horror film is, uh, the indie movies are trying to, like, uh, cancel me right now. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck them. I'll cancel them right back. Fuck you. Cancel. But what do you guys think? Okay, how do people, how do fans avoid these scammer uh, crowdfunding schemes? Hashtag. What are the red flags to look for? What What are the red flags to look for? You Just know, because overall boycott. Hashtag boycott crowdfunding, as I said earlier. Oh my God, Mike. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go so far to say boycott because, like I said in the beginning, there are some good people. The problem is they're being overshadowed by the bullies of the, of the um, community. Um, well, I wouldn't necessarily say the bullies so much as just the straight up crooks. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Some, but some of them are bullies on how they go about. Uh, basically, like here's here's an example when the. When the pandemic first hit, there was a couple actresses that pulled out of a movie because they didn't like the fact that one director was like forcing people to like putting on different pages. You need to contribute. You need to contribute. You need to contribute. Meanwhile, people are losing jobs. Meanwhile, people are out of work. People can't even feed their kids. And who are they to worry about some movie that that really? They're not going to get any recognition for. Uh, so that was the problem in the beginning. Is that there was a lot of people who were very insensitive to what other people were going through in the pandemic. But in the beginning, I will say, when I first got involved in the the indie scene, I, I was very pleasantly surprised at how many great people there were. It's over the last year or two that uh, there's an old '80s rap song called "The Creeps Come Out at Night," mm-hmm. and sure. And, uh, yeah, and that, and that is what has come out lately. Is a lot of creeps are coming out and ruining it for other movies because when you start getting distrust in one movie, you're gonna t- you're almost gonna take it out on every other movie because you're gonna say, well, uh, I got screwed on the last film, so who's to say I'm not gonna get screwed on this? And that's never how my my thought was. My my thought process was, I'm just a fan of horror movies, and if I can help another movie get out there and and have my name there, God, I'll, I'll do anything I can for it. That's not my mindset anymore. My mindset is, you asked about how people can avoid being scammed. Investigate. Mm-hmm. Take your time. Don't just jump into anything that's out there. Don't think, even if it's a concept that you love, whether it's a, a fan film of an old series or a fan fi- fan film of something that they're doing original. Don't just jump in there. Don't don't automatically buy into the, the the pitching points that they always throw out. Do some investigating. Take your time. Because these Indiegogos don't, aren't just one day. They're usually like six weeks, eight weeks. So you have time. You don't have to contribute right away. Sure. And that's, and that's how you avoid getting scammed is don't jump in the water like I used to all the time. Uh, find, find your way through the water. And dig through the water, and then Mike, you'll, then you, I could then kick you'll your ass it. for not for not having your mixer up. This would have been a perfect the perfect time to drop that 
PSA, the old 80s PSA theme oh, after God. Rob say that. Son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> uh, um, um, fuck. You know, I missed that out. Cody, you, you, Cody, you know me long enough to know that I'm a straight shooter. Sure. I, I I don't pull any punches, and I even said that um, I I posted on Facebook that I was coming on the show tonight, and the last thing I said was, "You know me, I'm a street shooter," and basically, basically people know like, "Oh shit, Rob's gonna go uncensored because, uh, yes, I could be the little uh, flag boy and say, "Oh, go donate to all the films," but I can't say that because not all the films have your best intention, and. You got to remember, people. Whoever's listening to this, you're the one that's making the movie, not them. If it's well, guys, not, let, let me propose for something your... here. Go ahead. Uh, Boycott crowdfunding. Hashtag. No, when Friday Thirteenth Roseblood comes out, let's or all do uh, a commentary of it. I think that'd be fun. Um, for my portion of the commentary, I will I will insert vomit noises the entire time. <laughs> you can have the mixer. Yeah, you better have the fucking mixer. Oh, no, I, I will have it. I will fucking have it. I I will I will promise you this: if we do that, I will be as as partial as I can be, because I I, I always try to give a film a chance, but. I'm also one that like I like to get shocked right away. I like to get pulled into the the story right away. I I liked Vengeance when Vengeance came in. It had me right away. When I watched uh, and I know Mike's not a big fan of Never Hike Alone, but I did like I did like the shooting a bit. I did like the camera uh, uh, work in it, yeah. and it felt like a Friday Friday the Thirteenth movie. But I, I wish the only my only gripe on Never Hike Alone was I wish there was more characters. There wasn't enough character play for me. But um, as far as any other films coming out, um, I can back a few of them. I can back the Sawyer Massacre. Uh, director C. Merlo, who I had on my last show, super straight up guy. He will all he he he, st- he comments on just my regular posting, not just about. The film he he's an avid Facebooker now, and he's he cares about like when I had my eye surgery, he was one of the first people to reach out to me and ask me how my surgery went. So kudos that that's a real guy to me. Um, I can also back uh, Valentine's Bluff. You guys had you guys had the guys on this show, um, so you, you guys know that they're pretty cool dudes. Um, as far as other films, I'm still looking for another film, but I can back one one actress. Uh, her name is Jen Engel. I just got her. Uh, she sent me an autograph for always helping her with her projects. Awesome actress. I love her. She's she's great. So that's what I said. There are some good people out there. It's just sad that they're overshadowed by the bad. And that uh, seems like a great part. A uh, great point to uh, move on to uh, our next bit of uh, news. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Uh, job, so you got it. What do you say? Yeah, he's got it. We don't need a fucking soundboard. <laughs> I have to get that situated for next week. Hopefully. Better. 
I better. Unless we do oh. Facebook Live next. No, no, because we're getting... I'm getting fucking somebody on this show next week. Peter Anthony. And we don't have to talk about gay bashing on the set. We just have to... I'll ask him what it was like working with Terry Kaiser again. Did he enjoy having the weed whacker return? And uh, kill him again. <laughs> return of the weed whacker. Yeah. Friday the 13th, return of the weed whacker. I like that. Much better than Roseblood. Continue. Oh my. Megan Fox is returning to the horror genre. Oh my. With God. her upcoming thriller. Yeah, till death. No, her career just has. Well, yeah, um, that's true. Till death. It looks like a strange kind of take on Stephen King's Gerald's Game. I uh, love that fucking book she, and that fucking movie. I, I liked... Uh, I haven't read the book. I like the movie. The movie was uh, really good. But Megan Fox in this uh, apparently gets handcuffed to her husband and he blows his brains out maybe or somebody blows his brains out. Anyway, she's got to try to... Get away while two hitmen are coming to finish the job on, I guess, what they started with her husband? I don't know. But, uh, Uh, yeah, okay. I mean, interesting (laughs) premise. I'm uh, I'm willing to give it a chance to see uh, Megan Fox crawl around in lingerie for an hour and a half. You don't think she's naked? Uh, Not in the uh, publicity stills. Oh, well, of course not. No, not there. I don't... Like I said, her, her career may have frozen over, but I don't think she's the, quite to that point of it, in her career. Give her another think, five years. Uh, yeah, but by that time, nobody's going to want to look at her anyway, so... Oh, that's not very nice, Mike. <laughs> speak, speak for yourself. <laughs> I mean... I wish I was crippled so I could be mean. It's it's fun sometimes. Oh, that's the best. I just you know what I got in the mail today? I got that what? um, Sam and Maddie make a zombie movie, the documentary with the two down. Oh God, here we go again, Mike. <laughs> oh, I can't help it. You know, it's probably an it's probably an excellent film. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Mike. Mike, Mike, Mike. <laughs> I did want to interview them. July second. The quote unquote final purge film comes to theaters. Ah, oh, it's beautiful. Forever Purge. Is that five now? Yeah. Yeah, that's five. Okay, yeah. And apparently it's going to be different from the other Purge films, which have all been in urban urban settings. This one is going to take place in Texas at a ranch, from what I understand, in a rural setting. Wasn't wasn't the first one in a... a, um, Subdivision. Like a family a rich, yeah. It was a rich yeah. subdivision, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, I, I mean, I'll see it because I've seen all four of them. So, and I even I even watched the the series for the first season actually. But 
Fun little fact. The only thing Purge-related I have ever watched, I watched like three quarters of the first episode of the ser- the, fir- the pilot for the series. I have not watched any of the movies. Not well, if you're gonna... because I have anything against them. I just haven't got around to it. It's not bad. I, I'm, I can't trash the whole series. Uh, there's some that are not as interesting as the other ones. I, I do like part two. Um, I thought part two had the best, uh, uh, what, what it would really be like if we did have an actual purge cause it wasn't a, a city setting and, um, it, it, it was very realistic. Um, I, I, I think it's something that could end up happening in life. Um, because I'm not, I'm not saying I'm, I'm for it, but I could see the benefits of it, of, of a purge. So I don't know if this is political now, a political topic, but I, I just see that like when you eliminate 364 days and a half of a year where there's no crime and you let people uh, get all their anger out in a 12-hour period. Yeah, but what's going to stop people from doing that the rest of the year? I mean, come on. Yeah, the, the law about citizens maybe the ones that are crazy well, enough I, to go go and purge yes that they might not do it the other 364 days a year but all oh, the criminals are still going to be criminals oh yeah but i i believe there's no judge jury or executioner in this in this uh timeline you go straight to death there is no there's no trial so if you're caught you you die right away there is no trials there's no judges in the purge so we, if you're if you're caught doing it, you you get put to death right away. I sure. I, 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 I can see death can fixes see. everything. Yeah. Well, you sure. Know what? We're, we're, we need gonna, that PSA sound, Mike. I'm, Come on. I'm gonna lead, make, what, I'm, what the fuck, man? I, I propose a sixth um, purge film. Um, and you know what I would like to call that one? I would like to call oh, that I, one. I, I hear it. I hear it coming. I hear it coming. Rise of the Gimps. No. The um the indie filmmaker purge. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> and then you the, know, the, I was, I'm the, oddly <laughs> intrigued. Yeah. Please and, please explain. Well well, this is what happens. You get all the asshole indie filmmakers that blow off podcasts and scam their fucking um backers and all that stuff, and you just round them up and you fucking let them loose. Um, you know, uh, uh, among all these people that they wronged, and uh, oh, them oh, fucking... oh, and all their uh, all their contributors get to hunt them down. All yes. the Kickstarter mm-hmm. and Indiegogo mm-hmm. uh, and whatnot uh, mm-hmm. crowdfunders that they fucked get yeah. to hunt them down. I, I like yeah. that. And you know what the tagline yeah. for the you know what the tagline for the movie is? What Mike? Hashtag boycott crowdfunding. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I thought I, I, we I, were going in the right direction there, and <laughs> I thought it was going to be hashtag uh, purge, purge the uh, fun, uh, crowdfunders. <laughs> that would, uh, yeah, I mean, that would work too, but I just think the boycott crowdfunding is a much uh, stiffer, um, yeah. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> yes. 
Looks like this summer we're also getting, uh, finally, getting a sequel to the 2016 hit, Don't Breathe. Oh, yes. Don't Breathe 2. I'm, I'm kind of excited for this, guys. I, I didn't love the first one, but I'll tell you what I do love. I love Stephen Lang and just about anything the guy's in because he's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And after reading the synopsis on Don't Breathe 2, I'm even more excited for it. Is Jane Levy in the second one? You know, the, the chick from know. the first one that was... Is she, oh, oh does, uh, I don't think so. I don't God think so. damn it. I wanted to mount her so bad. Oh. Shit. Uh, but uh, it looks like they may be going a completely different direction with it. Maybe. You mean uh, apparently, the blind man can see. Holy shit! Well, no. Apparently, the from the way I'm reading it, the blind man may end up being the protagonist. Really? Uh, apparently, after the events of uh, "Don't Breathe," he is uh, hid away from society and moved into a cabin in the woods and adopted a uh, an orphan girl and has been raising her. And she gets kidnapped, mm-hmm. and he has to go try to save her. Now that yeah, that, that actually does that seem sounds interesting. interesting. I, I'm I'm catching kind of hints of uh, Root Gerhauer in Blind Fury. You remember that, <sighs> right? The yes. Blind Swordsman. Yes. Yeah. Which I love that movie growing up. So yeah, I'm all for some. Stephen Lang going on a uh, mission to uh, rescue uh, his orphan daughter. Yes. Yes. I agree. Sounds sounds interesting. And it would be smart, too, because, I mean, let's face it. He was the star of Don't Breathe. He, He stole the show. He did. And for them to do that flip and turn him... To the protagonist, mm. maybe. I mean, I'm thinking maybe they're going to lead up to that, and it'll have it'll twist somewhere in the third act, and uh, the the daughter will see that he's a psychopath or whatever, and turn against him. She'll befriend one of the kidnappers, get the whole Stockholm syndrome thing going. Ooh, yes, that's <laughs> to it. Yes, Do and it. then once he once. Stepdaddy comes along and, uh, or foster daddy comes along and mm-hmm. beats uh, her uh, newfound friend's head in with a ball peen hammer. She, mm-hmm. She'll turn on him. Yeah. I'm calling it right now. Let's do it. Fun, fun fact I have never seen Don't Breathe. <laughs> it, it's definitely worth a watch. Stephen, yes. like I said, Stephen Lang steals the show. I like Stephen uh, Lang. It has okay. the, the kid from uh, Ready Player One, is in it too. What's his name? And uh, what was that Netflix show? Eight, uh, ten reasons why, eight reasons oh, why, whatever. Fucking, um, the girl oh, committing shit. suicide or whatever the hell. Yeah, I can't remember his name, but I know who he is. I know who he is. I can't think of his name. Um, yeah. Dylan somebody. Dylan Minette or something like that, I think. But yeah, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to Don't Breathe too. 
looks like the Toxic Avenger reboot legendaries got in the works. Uh, has added uh, yet another fairly well-known celebrity, I guess. Taylor Page. I don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I got, like, fairly well-known celebrity, I guess. I don't know her. She's well-known, but I don't know her. Leave, leave trauma alone. <laughs> yes. Leave trauma alone, too, Rob. Yeah, I don't. I don't, yeah. I don't think, yeah, I don't, I don't think they should, uh, I don't know, um, because am, am I to, to understand that Peter Dinklage is going to be Melvin, or is Peter Dinklage going to be the Toxic Avenger, because if Peter Dinklage is going to be the Toxic Avenger, holy fuck, that is going to be there, piss poor Well, toxic. of course, no, it, it'll be CGI, and, uh. They'll probably uh, they'll probably just CGI his face over a uh, bodybuilder or something. Whoever they get to, to play the role, well, and have his voice too. I'm I'm not I'm not going to shoot it down yet. Mm. You know, it's making fun of the. There's just some movies that you just you, Let, let's you wait. Need to leave before pass, yeah, before we pass judgment, let's wait till we get a trailer at least. Okay. I, I will do that, but I'm calling it right now. It's making fun of the dwarves. I don't know. I don't think they're going to go that route. Hopefully not. But, uh, we'll see. Uh, looks like What We Do in the Shadows is getting yet another spinoff. Well, if you call the What We Do in the Shadows television series on FX a spinoff, of the movie, uh, but uh, Wellington Paranormal is set to premiere on CW, the CW, July 11th. I don't know why the CW, but it's about like the the cops from uh, what the movie What We Do in the Shadow, the very uh, inept uh, cops. Uh, so I, I don't know on CW. It, uh, hard to say. I mean, yes. there's not a lot of great CW shows, in my opinion. I, I, don't get me wrong, Supernatural is one of my favorite series of all time. Mm. I don't care what anybody thinks of that. Uh, but, that was good. Uh, but, wow, I, I don't know. Uh, if it's if it's got the same creative team as uh, what we do in the shadows, I, I'll definitely check it out. Because no. I love I was, the series. I love the I series. Just, I was just going to say that about the CW. They haven't had a very great track record i mean i i do like supernatural too but um besides that i mean i can't really put a lot of stock into cw's creativity so hopefully like you said that it's gonna have the same team because if it's the same team then yeah i'll check it out but cw always scares me when things go there yeah yeah i agree um their reboot of uh walker on the CW is actually pretty good, surprisingly. I still haven't checked it out yet, but I want to. Yeah, I mean, I like Jared Padalecki, of course, because of the Supernatural. He's he's a competent actor. Oh, Jason Statham says now the Meg Two uh, doesn't look like it's going to start filming till next year. Are are they going to wait till Jason Statham is Stallone's age to film this movie? How old is my is question Jason for you. Statham? He's like fifty three or fifty four. Oh. Stallone, oh my God. Stallone's seventy four, I think. Jeez. But 
you know, Statham is still, you know, he's no spring chicken anymore. No, not anymore. Well, they are doing um another Expendables, so. They've been saying that since, what, 2015, since the last one came out. I hope they do, don't get me wrong, but I, I yeah. would be surprised to see it after... After the uh, Sony server getting hacked and and uh, Expendables Extendables. three, yeah, Expendables three did not perform nearly as well as the first two at the box office. Like I said, I would I, I'll wave my Expendables flag any day, but I just don't think the studio is going to take another risk. I'm like going to take a. I wish like if I was directing the next Expendables movie, they're missing out on one person that they. They've been dodging for years. Seagal won't do it. He's already said he won't do it. Nope, not that. No. Betty, Betty, Betty White. Betty White. Betty White and the Expendables? That's, Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah I, Rob. I, I would be Betty White that. is the strongest biatch in the world. Yep. Okay. I, you sold me. Somebody needs to take this pitch to who the fuck put out? Um, Expendables is Lionsgate. Lionsgate, that's right. Yeah, Somebody yeah. needs to take this pitch to Lionsgate right now. <laughs> Expendables featuring Betty White. You know, I'd like to make a, a GIMP Expendables. You mean the GIMP from uh, Pulp Fiction? Uh, no, just... <laughs> well... Jim and Mike in a buddy cop movie. <laughs> I, would, I think that'd be great. I think people would fucking love to see that. Let's do it. Well, they did have Bruce Willis in one of the Expendables, right? The first two, yeah. Yeah, so they could bring back Bruce Willis and uh, have the gimp follow him through the whole movie. Yeah, he'll, yeah, yeah, he'll do anything, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I'm ready. See, I could pitch, I could pitch some great ideas. <laughs> oh, looks like the Marvel vampire flick, Morbius, is getting pushed back Again, uh, it was originally slated for a March 2021 release, and now it's been pushed, get this, to January of 2022. January. the January is the no-man's land of theatrical releases. Yep. So apparently Marvel does not have much faith. They, they have as much faith, apparently, in Morbius mm-hmm. as... Everybody else did in Jared Leto's Joker. Uh, yeah, I could see that, and that's a shame because, uh, yeah, they really don't believe in it if they're doing all that now. Then, yeah, if they're moving into January, that's a that's a death sentence in January. Yeah, yep. Ah, uh, Dario Argento's Cat of Nine, Tail, Nine Tails is finally getting an Arrow 4K release. Oh, yes. July 27th. Oh, sweet I am Christ. so glad. It seems like every time you turn around now, you're hearing about another 4K, uh, Argento 4K release. And I am tickled to death that he's finally, uh, his films are finally getting the appreciation they deserve. Not that people didn't appreciate him before, but that we're finally getting them on the new format. It's brilliant. I can't wait. I agree, because he, he really has been not overshadowed, but um, it, with this, it, it's giving him the recognition that he, he solely deserves. 
Yep. And, you know, can't have too much Argento. No such no, thing. Not at all. Um, no. But, you guys got anything else? Anything? Uh, anything? I think I think Mike got one more thing left in them. I'm trying to think. Is there something else that did I you, want to Mike, mention? did you want to say something? There was something I forgot earlier. You were saying something about crowdfunding. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, hashtag boycott crowdfunding. <laughs> uh, the sadistic laugh. You mean... Oh, you mean um, something that I was talking about with the, with the network, with the show, with um, advertising? Sure. Yeah, I found this um, uh, this platform. It's called Podcorn, and they apparently uh, allow you to get sponsorships and stuff like that. So we may be doing live reads on the air soon. Oh God, help us all! So I'll just have to inject uh, some Michael J isms into that. Um, and we'll see how that goes. Yeah. We shall see. Well, gentlemen, it's been lovely. It has been. Um, hold on a second. Where the hell is my... Wait, I'm looking at my board here. Hold on. Wait. Wait, where the hell is it? Is this... He's trying to get the board... He's finally trying to get the board open. No, not that board, but the... <laughs> oh, okay. Think... He's just trying to fucking hang go. out, but he can't even figure out how. No, this is... this is. I, I got the, the music. Oh, there we go. Got the music going now, yep. See, so this 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 supposedly means it's it's the end of the show music, so... You know, we're... It's been fun. It definitely has, guys, and uh, we look forward to talking to you or seeing you or... What the fuck do you... What do we do to these people, Cody? Bad things, Mike. Bad things. <laughs> well, we look forward Until to... Until next week, adios. And more bad things. Bad things.
are you still here? Go home! Well, fuck, that was a disaster. Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC.